This is a great song, man. Someone driving around is like, what in the world has happened to WIP? Well, we're trying to best assess the best theme song of all time, and this is a pretty big one. Pretty big. We're also trying to assess the Eagles' chances in the playoffs. Now, we've seen five of the six wildcard games. And so how do you feel if you feel better or worse about the Eagles' chances after what you just saw? I feel worse because I think the Giants are pretty damn good, man. And whereas three or four days ago, I would have told you I'd prefer to play the Giants instead of Dallas or Tampa. You know, now I look at it and I think the second round's become more daunting than I expected. Now, listen, maybe that's foolish of me. Maybe I'm just hung up on the Giants beating a, a Vikings team that did not have a good defense and, you know, classic. That's a huge factor. It's a factor, but that it's defense not. defense was horrendous. And they made the Giants look better than the way they look against us. Giants are a well-coached team. The Gi- Daniel Jones has become a pretty good player, and Saquon looks really spry. We put we put nothing out there the last time we played the Well, Giants. that game means nothing. That, that's when nothing. we did put things out there, we scored 48 points. And, and I was encouraged by the fact that the AFC teams, the, the Bills and the Bengals, did not look as formidable as I expected. That's that's great for us. The the eventual outcome, yeah, you know, down the road when it's the the biggest game of them all. Although that could be the I Chiefs, feel really good. Yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, the Bills didn't look as good. The Bengals didn't look as good. Niners didn't look good for a half. Then they turned it on. James, after the five games that you saw, we all saw. Do you feel better or worse about the Eagles' chances? Oh, I absolutely feel better. I mean, I've wanted the Giants. I'm not scared of the Giants at all. I think it's a great matchup for the Eagles. Again, they beat them 48-22. It wasn't that close. And they didn't have Dallas Goddard for that game. Let's not forget, too. That was the game that Goddard was out for. so Or one of the games he was out for. I just think they're a way better team than the Giants. And and seeing what I saw around the rest of the league to the points you guys made, yeah. like the teams that did you know worry me or concern me, Looked worse than I expected. The Niners look worse. The Bills look worse. Sure. The Bengals look worse. All right, let me so ask I you better. this. I, I understand your point on, on those quality squads that didn't look so quality. Did it put a shudder through you, James, seeing how, how quickly a great regular season can be threatened by a bad game? Granted, those teams won, but they were all super close. That freaked me out a little bit. I, I didn't think about it. I get it. Sure. You know, obviously that, that's something you always have to worry yeah. about, but I, I didn't think about it in those terms. All right, Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing that others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your complimentary evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Today's question, which of these is the best team? Who's the best team of these three? Bucks, Cowboys, Giants. Trying to assess, first off, how people see the Bucks cowboys game going. Granted, it's a Bucks home field game, and, you know, the poll doesn't assess that. But um, just as a threat to the Eagles and to the extent the Giants have climbed the ranks, Bucks cowboys giants how do, you, how do you rank them up? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. We'll go inside the Bucks cowboys game as we move through the show. Obviously, you want to get to that. That game's coming up in eight hours or so. Let's go to Joe in New Jersey. And by the way, I'll just say one other point about the, uh, the last two days. John, I, I almost found it to be an overwhelming amount of football. And I know that might sound ridiculous to you and to everyone listening because we love pro football. I almost felt I almost felt it was too much football. Like, I, I can't even remember chunks of the games. Yeah. It was so wow. much football, one after the other. And not to mention, the first game yesterday was three hours and 55 minutes. The game ended at 4.55. 
The game began at one. It didn't even go into overtime. That's why they had to push the other game way back. That that might have been the longest regulation football game I've ever seen. Three hours and 55 minutes. And it wasn't like there was any serious well, yeah, injury. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. It wasn't because injuries or, or long timeouts because of that. It just took forever. I don't know why. I, I kept trying to figure. Well, Turnovers, I, I think, were part a of a lot of changes. And they took a lot of commercials early with those changes. But still, it I was, was so it confused. Was really long. I recognized it at 4 o'clock, which is when a game normally ends. At 4 o'clock, there was three minutes left in the third quarter. And I'm like, what wow. is going on here? Anyway, I didn't realize it was that late. Oh my god! I thought they pushed it back twenty minutes to start the other game, and the other one was still going on. Like yeah. they pushed it back twenty minutes, and it still wasn't long enough. <laughs> yeah, I got to the the Vikings Giants game late, well, which was did. annoying. Yeah, I did like the new whatever it's called the the quick review, get it right review uh, that was featured well, this weekend. Let me just say, so it was effective, but it's also a big change. Yeah. I mean, the league is jumping a huge change into the playoffs that yeah, but, it's unusual. But it's I just, appreciate it. They're, they're getting these calls right, and it's not taking no, it's not. time like no, it's I expected. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's a good thing. I still hate watching a game in the Minnesota Dome, and, and I can make the case for what it's worth quickly. I'll just say the Vikings lost that playoff game 40 or 50 years ago. 40 years ago. When they went into a dome, they lost their soul. They lost their soul. That's all I'm going to say. That particular dome, I think we're all big fans of. Well, no. (laughs) We love love that dome. I agree with your point. I mean, it's like they had an identity. An outdoor – like when when the Vikings came to North American, when was that? The 1100s, the 1200s? Is that Leif Erickson? I don't know who that was. Like whoever the Vikings were, it wasn't a cushy journey. It, it 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 was brutal. But then the Vikings about 40 years ago said, we're going we're gonna to just choose to be soft. We're going to go into a dome. And everything that they'd accomplished in the 1970s as far as forging an identity got completely derailed. And they're a bunch of losers, and it's their fault. Let's go to the phones. Joe in uh, New Jersey is with us. Hi, Joe. Hey, gentlemen. Guys, I got a totally different take on Beat the Hammer. Okay. And if I was your consultant, I would take the three of you in a room and I would read you the riot act. Wow. Okay. 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 This is an important part of the show, and it's going down the toilet. Okay. <laughs> John wants John wants it to be off the show. You're starting on the new platform. I don't want it to so be off the show. You just said I want it to end. And well, I think he's no, saying I that. I think what he's saying. Some people have implied that the towel should be thrown because they no longer measure up. I did not. Say, I did not say that. I don't feel that way. John, I, I love right, the, the level of competition that we're getting. John, you have to be rooting for Joe. He needs to start winning. Jimmy, I pull you to the corner and say, "Listen, Joe's strength is Philadelphia sports trivia." Okay, you give all the questions to that, That's and you find some works, tomato Joe. cans to be. Yeah, Joe, it can't be you like that, man. Works, buddy. Can. Come on, what am I supposed to fix this thing? <laughs> like, come on, dude. I mean, Joe, as much as I'm intrigued by the idea, the reality is it's got to have a, a be a trivia contest of integrity. Integrity, Joe. That's how they do the boxing matches, and you, Joe. I'd read you the right act, and I'd say instead of you watching the Brady Bunch, break out a couple of trivia books. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to get this on the ball now. Start brushing up. I, I'm I'm worried. I, look, oh. I hear you, Joe. I, I my first step is I'm going to call Vicek a Hammer. I'm going to see if I can get him on the show this week to give me a pep talk because he was always a fan of Beat the Hammer. So I need a pep talk from him. I don't want to. I'm not going to cheat. 
Your your idea is basically cheat, which is intriguing, but I won't do no, it. No, it's gliding. <laughs> it's gliding. It's like there's no, there's no cheating. You don't know the answers. We go to your strength. Once you go on to the national level, you're not as good. Well, I'm clearly not as good. I'm not as good on the national level. I'm not as good on local on uh, on recent stuff. I mean, everyone knows. You know, the further back and the more local, the better I am. I mean, it's, it's everyone knows that. And J- and James mixes both in because I do. I because do. you know both are on Sports the table. Trivia, yeah. exactly. Joe, give me a great answer, man. A big time theme song. All right, before me, I'll just tell you one other thing. I want everybody to take a deep breath. We're going to the Super Bowl. When we get there, I'm going to call you up. I'm going to give you a play that's going to happen in the Super Bowl. Okay. Oh. Okay. I'm going to give you a play. It's going to happen in the Super Bowl after we get there. Take a deep breath. John is right. Everybody looks at what they saw in front of them. Minnesota is horrible. Their defense stinks. We're rested. We're going to blow this team out on Saturday. Hope so. Okay. Hawaii Five-0, baby. Yeah. Hawaii 5-0. It's oh, a, a good, good answer one. right there, Hawaii Five-0. And I know that show came back a few years ago. And I will. Yeah, it's been a big hit. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a been big on. hit. I mean, it's been on for like it has I've decade. Never seen it. Are you kidding me? I thought it was I've like one year and done. One. No, no, it was on forever. I'll check, but it's. I don't know if it's still on, but it was on for a long time. No way. I didn't know that at all. all right, well, good for them. Let's go to Hans right now. Hans, you're on WIP. A decade. It was on from 2010 to 2020. Hey, Hans. What's up, Hans? <laughs> I'm a Dolphins fan, but uh, you know I love listening to you guys, so that says a lot. I uh, you should be proud. You should be proud of your team, man. They they played a really competitive game yesterday. Hey, man, I, I feel Saturday, great about it. You know day. what? Anytime we, it's like a once in a decade experience for a Dolphins fan. So anytime we get there, I'm 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 fine. Um, I wanted to jump on the Al uh, Michaels criticism wagon real quick, man. That guy could not muster an iota of enthusiasm from himself. It was nuts. Mm. It was really bad. I'm sorry, but it was bad. I thought it was bad, too. And I, yeah, it's been a downward spiral of late for Al Michaels, in my mind. Joe defends him. Yeah, I think he's still really good. Yeah, I, I like Al Michaels. It's just that, ugh, man. Right, okay, to, like, well, but let me just ask, hold on. Here, here, here's my question, Hans. What is your issue with this version of Al Michaels? Is it low energy, or what is it? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm watching a football game. I want the gritty. I want the enthusiasm. I don't want, like, the golf play. You know, I don't want the, oh, yeah. chip shot into the green. He's setting up for his next, you know, like, I, I want, I want. oh, my God, you know, oh, oh it's good, it's good. And, and then, you know, even if even if he didn't see, you know, even if he saw the flag and he thought maybe it would be called back, oh, no, the flag, oh, is it going to be called back? Like, I want that enthusiasm, right? I, I don't yep. want just the, the golf call. Okay. Sure. All right. I agree with you. feels like he mails it in sometimes. It felt like this season he was just, you know, bothered by the fact that he was doing some subpar games on Thursday nights, and he made no bones about that. And I do. I, I, I'm sort of offended in a way. And he is mailing it in at times. Wow. Hans, give me a big answer for a theme song. The best theme song is the Indiana Jones theme song. Oh, Come on. Yes. Da, 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 da. <laughs> That's a big one too, man. I mean, we're getting a lot of answers here. It's going to be really I don't know how we're going to Look, this might be a poll tomorrow because th- this is a big one. Um I'll tell you guys this. I thought the announcing across the board this weekend was really good, and I thought Tony Romo was awesome. I know he gets annoying sometimes. I know he's goofy sometimes. I'm not pushing that aside. I thought Greg Olson was good. Too. I thought Greg Olson was really good. I thought him and Burkhardt are solid, real, yeah. real good. I think. And you were down on. I him. was. Yeah, I was good. 
Very good. Yeah. Greg Olson has a lot of good knowledge, and he, he's able to convey that. I, you, I it's, agree. It's one of those situations where you feel like you're learning something while he's uh, calling a game. I agree. Same with Romo. I think they're both good for that well, reason. I agree with that. The other thing Romo has that very few people are willing to have the guts to do, it's not the call-to-play thing. We all know he does that and does it really well. He has a sense of the moment that Howard Cosell had. I know that sounds like a lofty ex, uh, comparison, but when a drive's about to begin and it's a big drive, third or fourth quarter, and you feel like the game is hanging in the balance, like Tony Romo will be like, yo, this is it. Like, they got to get it. To, like, right now, this guy's got to step up right now. And Cosell had that thing that would spotlight a guy and a moment. And so few announcers are willing to go there these days or they just don't even feel it. They don't even recognize it. But Romo goes there. I think he's really, really good. Let's go to Jack in Bristol right now. Jack, you're on WIP. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Great, Jack. A couple things. First off, the intelligent debate without the overtop uh, arguments, you guys are refreshing, and I'm hooked. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Jack. Second thing, Jalen Hurts, his only loss was Washington, and they came out passing, passing, passing. He's a rhythm kind of a quarterback. I don't have any worries if they let him do his thing because he sees it unfold just like his runs. You see he waits and waits and sees it unfold. I don't think anybody can touch us as long as they give that kid his his method. Well, I'll say this. As long as he is physically healthy enough for them to you know, do his method, if you will, because his method starts with the threat of the run and then it opens everything up. But if, if he's not willing to run – and run into people and, and, and take, instead of four yards, the chance for 12 yards, but a hit, you know, it's it, we're going to know very it early all, in this game. Very it all early. It starts with the way they call the plays, the way they design the plays. What we saw against the Giants in week 18 was not our offense the way right. it works best, and there's no way they run the offense like that uh, against the Giants two weeks in a row, well, two games in on, a row. Unless they're afraid for him to take hits. Well, then stop being afraid. Well, it's I mean, time to stop being afraid. Well, it's easy for you Jalen to say, Hurts. man. You don't, you're not inside the guy's body and their, their management of his body. Yeah, well, they need to dial all of that back. The worry and everything else, that'll get you beat. Go, let him go out there and be the quarterback that he is and do the things that make him great. Otherwise, yeah, then it will be a game. Look, Jack, I think they'll unleash him. All I'm saying is I don't totally assume it until I say it. That's all I'm saying. Give me, give me a great okay. answer, Jack, for a theme song. Okay, well, you know Rocky's the best ever, but um, Elvis even stole this one. Space Odyssey 2001. Opened every concert with Yeah, him. yeah. It's a, it's, so theme song is Elvis is – Starting point? No, no, no. He's saying 2001. Oh, from, from the, the movie. movie. To, you know, sure. Dun, yeah, yeah, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Right, right, right. I got you. So from that movie. That, that works. Uh, John, the um, we haven't really touched on it yet, but look, this game, Bucks tampa uh, Bucks cowboys has lost some zip tonight. From my standpoint, and probably for a lot of us, because we now know the Eagles won't face that team yeah. next round and probably won't face that team at all. Right. But it's still an intriguing matchup. I mean, it's it's still Tom Brady against Dallas. What do you see happening tonight? I see Dallas winning this game. Uh, the Bucks, like you, overvalue Tom Brady's ability to somehow carry a team that's not good enough to do what you expect. They 
They are eight and nine. That, yeah. And and that's because they're not good. And they had one or two wins they were lucky him. to get. Remember that one game was it the Saints? There was a team they played on either a Thursday or a Sunday or a Monday. A team totally gave the Bucks a game. The very end, of, I, I forget. But even some of those Bucks wins were phony baloney. But yeah, they're they're yeah, not the very Saints, good. That was the, Saints, uh, right? The, and the Rams, they had the one against the Rams is the one you're talking about where they were. It was like the ultimate comeback at the end. It was like Tom Brady. You remember that? Yeah, but wasn't there one where all a guy had to do was get down or something? That, or? So that was the Saints one. The Saints blew the game against. Them. Yeah, the Rams that, were the one where they came. They had the last second comeback. So my point, John, is they could have been six and eleven. Yeah, <laughs> and that's they deserved that. They were not good. You know, their defense last year was better than what the defense has looked this year, and the the big factor is they cannot protect him. I know he gets rid of the ball, but there's only so much you can do when a guy who's stationary to begin with has to try to run for his life. Yeah, you know, Brady, he just has to eat it a well, lot of the time. Micah Parsons, and is they gonna... can't run the ball. Well, you're right. Fournette has really, and some of that's the O-line. Maybe Fournette's lost some of his zip. Um, Cowboys are significantly better than the Bucks. All right, who are you rooting for tonight, John? Or are you completely, are you Switzerland? Are you a neutral observer? Yeah. Or do I, you lean in a direction? I'm I, interested to see the way it unfolds. I fully accept that we're not going to see either team because they'll just get stopped oh yeah, in the next round. They'll lose. So it really, it, it doesn't matter much. It doesn't matter that much, but I'll tell you, you guys know me, and a lot of people think I'm crazy. I like Brady. Obviously, I'm anti-Dallas. A lot of people are also anti-Brady. I'm pro-Brady. I'm rooting for the Bucks tonight. Well, I'm anti-Brady, but I'm way, 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 way more anti-Dallas. Dallas sucks, so I, too, am rooting for the Bucs. Did Angelo go on the record on, on who he's rooting for tonight? I didn't hear. I'm not sure. He might have, but I didn't hear. I'd be curious to know, John, what's your gut feeling? Would he be more anti-Brady or anti-Cowboys? Because for a lot of people, that's – I know we're conditioned to thinking of the Cowboys as – I mean, they're the number one team rival in Philly sports, but, I mean, there are people that hate Tom Brady. Hate him. I yeah, I, I would assume he's more against the Cowboys than – Brady, but. Probably. And, of course, I'm sure Eskin's rooting for the Cowboys because he was a big Cowboys <laughs> fan 30 years ago. That whole nonsense. Let's go to Brenna right now. Hi, Brenna. Hi. How are you? Great, Brenna. We are amazing. Uh, Rich and I are in the car. We're driving from AC. Nice. And uh, we love that you're going to be on the morning show after the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> we have two theme songs lined up because I'm not sure if the first one really was All right, well, you can only give us one at a time, and we're only really all looking right. for one answer. What is okay. the answer? In honor of all the amazing men and women that have fought and those that died for our great American nation, we are picking the Star-Spangled Banner. So, I uh, look, it, it is a theme song for the United States of America. I do think the... Did, did we say, I thought we said TV show. No, movie. I didn't no? say... Okay. No, didn't no, no, that works, Brennan. Yeah, Star, Star, I'll okay. tell you this. I do think... What's it called? Semper Fideus? Semper Fi? Semper Fi? Yeah. What's Fideus? Is that... Uh, Semper Fi is the name uh, of it? You were the Latin... Semper Fidelis, and if, that is the Marine. Yeah, that would have been a better answer. Well, I, think that, I will tell you this, and my boyfriend, Rich, sitting right next to me, is a 100% disabled... United States Marine. Wow. Well, tell him thank you for his service. And he also, and please tell him, I hate to do it to you, Brenna, but I think you chose the wrong song. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's the right song for us. There you go. It makes it 
Hey, Brenna, t- tell your guy thank you, and uh, thanks for the phone call, Brenna. Much appreciated. You're welcome, and fly, Eagles, fly. You got this, baby. All right, love it, Brenna. Thanks for the phone call. Let's go to Ike in Burlington. What's going on, Ike? <laughs> Yo, what's going on, guys? Hi, Ike. Yo, listen, I, I got a full bone to pick with you, Joe. You were the one I wanted to hear this morning when Angelo and everybody else that was calling in, like, seeming all scared about the- I was expecting you to come in and be like, really? No. Listen. I, I thought, I, I wanna, the, I thought I wanna, the Giants looked pretty impressive, man. Okay, well, well this is what I, I want to I help you out here to make you feel a little better sure. about this. So, they played the Vikings yesterday, right? Yes. What are the words that you use to describe the Vikings, Kirk Cousins? Soft and weak and pathetic yeah. and choke artists and all that stuff. Did they blow them now? No. Did they win by three touchdowns? Wasn't it a pretty close game? Yeah, but you're right. I get you. But it also was, I'll call it a a, a formulaic giant game this year because they're not typically going to blow teams out. They're certainly not going to blow the Eagles out if they beat them. But what the Giants do really good is play sound football that doesn't give them I, – I get your point. But man, they they kind of handle their business. They're 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 well coached. They don't so pedestrian. Though. But but it can it they, can be effective sometimes. They won yesterday because they didn't make big yeah, mistakes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that was against a mediocre Vikings team. We are, geez, head and shoulders more talented than than the Giants. Head and shoulders more talented than most of the teams. I agree that are left. So and here, yeah. And, and here and here's the thing too, because I am. Not one of these guys. Matter of fact, I hate hearing it when people call in and say, "Oh, we're gonna blow them out. We're gonna beat them by three touchdowns." I, I, I hate. I, I would rather err on the side of caution. But there's nothing wrong with being confident in what your team has done this year, too. And if the Eagles come out and play the way they're capable of playing, they need to win this game. And I don't like the, the stylish stuff where there's got to be a statement thing. But look, man, they got to come out and win this game and, and, and do it in, you know, some pretty nice fashion. Now, remember, a couple years ago when we won the Super Bowl, we played the Falcons, who were also the lower seed, who went up to L.A. and beat the Rams. Right. And we're, we're playing decent football. And that was on a Saturday night. That was sure. Kinda, I, I, hope, I, I hope it's not a nail body like that, man, because I don't think my heart can take it. You know, it's funny. You, you know, like you know, what's really weird about that? You bring that up. I actually went. I don't know why. This weekend, I went back and looked at that final play. You know, when um, Matt Julio Ryan and, and and yeah, Julio Jones did not connect. I'll tell you what I did uh-huh. not remember. And John and James and Ike, tell me if you guys remember this. I did not remember this. Julio Jones, when he landed, landed out of bounds. Yeah. So even if he had caught the ball, unless he adjusted his feet differently, he would have come down out of bounds. John, do you remember no, that? No, I didn't remember that. Yeah, I, I was, knew that he dropped it. I was shocked. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. All right, give what? me a big answer, man. Give me a great theme song. Okay. I was trying to come up with one, and like I won't say two, but this, it, it, it has to be because it deals with Philly. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Sure. It's a good song. There's no question. to the t- I mean, there's a lot of different types, and that's a TV theme song. No question. Good one. 215-592-9494. Coming up, in addition to all the phone calls, Elliot Shore Parks, he joins us next. His assessment of the birds after all the games over the weekend and sort of where they go from here 
Plus, specifically, the matchup versus the Giants. We'll preview Dallas and Tampa with Elliott as well. A lot to do. That's all next on 94 WIP. It's pro football playoff time, the best time of the year with the birds getting ready to go on a run. Plus, pro and college hoops, hockey, and so much more. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app has you covered. Get odds, bets, slots, and games right in the palm of your hand, right on your phone. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. Bet Parks is the official sportsbook for the real Philly fan, and it's the only sportsbook and casino app that I recommend. Bet on more than just the score. Bet on player performances like touchdowns, passing yards, rushing yards. And with live in-game betting, you can bet during the game, putting yourself right in the middle of the action. Check out Saturday night's matchup against New York. We're seven-point favorites, and I absolutely think we'll dominate that game. Join me now, and new users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet is not a winner. Download the app and start playing instantly with the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. And, you know, there's another new Indiana Jones coming out. Never mind the fact that... Indy's like 85 years old now. And by the way, it wouldn't be like 1937 anymore. It'd be like 1989. Right? I mean, at what point does Indy move, you know, like to the Cold War? Right? I mean, at some point, doesn't he have to go against the Russians instead of the in, instead of the Nazis? Or, or does he just stay fixed in time? He just, good point by you, Joe. He just stays in the late 1930s and he's... I mean, the first movie came out 40 years ago. Wow. (laughs) I I wonder how action-oriented Indy will be. Because that that was a big part of the appeal. You know, like running and and sliding under the door as it's closing, reaching back in, grabbing his hat. It does seem like you can't really do that with an 80-year-old actor. I mean, the the preview looked pretty good, I thought. And I I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I know people said that Crystal Skull one was really bad. Oh, I, I liked Crystal Skull. Oh, I thought Skull. it was so bad. I thought it was such a travesty. Wow. A disaster. I enjoyed it. As far as I was concerned. Wow. I never did say it, but I, I do look forward to seeing that at some point. By the way, you know what I also look forward to? I can't believe I'm about to say this. I really can't. The second half of the Flyer season. Guys, with an- How about it? Well, with another win over the weekend, they're now six points behind a playoff spot. They're 500. Well, no, I, mean, you know, I won't say that. As, you know what I mean. I though. know what you mean. They have as many wins as they have losses, which is shocking. Well, regulation losses is what you're Correct, saying. Correct, yes. Because then you have the overtime losses where, yeah, you get a point, but the other team gets two. So, anyway, that's a whole nother matter. But they have climbed into this. I mean, I think it's safe to say the Flyers are now in the playoff hunt, which is outrageous. All right, the Eagles are not only, like, in the playoff hunt. They're in the playoffs. And the Eagles got to win three games to win the Super Bowl. We know the first of those three is going to be Saturday night at Lincoln Financial Field against the New York Football Giants. And for more on the birds and to assess everything we saw this weekend and what it means from an Eagles standpoint, our Eagles reporter, Mr. Elliot Shore-Parks. How you doing, Elliot? What's up? How you guys doing? A lot. Great. So, Elliot, first question and open-ended for you, and you can take this to Eagles-Giants if you want or any other direction. Mm-hmm. What's the main thing that struck you from all the football you watched this weekend? Yeah, to me, the main thing was – Offenses win in the playoffs. And I'll, I'll tie this to the Eagles at, at the same time. If you look, excluding uh, last night's game, which was low scoring, 
But otherwise, the opposing the the winning team averaged twenty, giving up twenty seven points a game. Right. Hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I heard that. So the winning team gave up an average of twenty seven points. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at it, defenses that. really struggled this week, and I think heading into the playoffs, it's really what the kind of how we should be viewing this team. This playoff run is on Sirianni and Hurts. This isn't about Gannon. This isn't about, you know, can the defense hold an elite quarterback? No defense is stopping an elite quarterback. The playoff run the Eagles are about to go on will go as far as the offense takes them, and that begins with, begins with Sirianni and Hurts. Which, uh, which coach puts their offense in a better situation, Brian Dable or Nick Sirianni? I think it's probably close to even, if we're being honest. I mean, Dable definitely has less talent, so you could argue his job is, is tougher, but – you look at what Sirianni was given, it's not like he underwhelmed. I mean, almost every player on the offense had a career year. So, of course, he had more talent, but he also accomplished way more than Brian Dable did. I mean, Brian Dable is a very good coach. I think there's an argument for coach of the year. But mm -hmm. they were 4-5-1 and one in their last nine games. They were the fifth most penalized team uh, in the league this year. They were one of the most penalized teams of, amongst all the games that were played this weekend. So they are good because Brian Dable's done a good job. But ultimately, you know, Sirianni, yes, with more talent, produced a way, way better football team than Brian Dable. All right, so, Elliot, watching that Giants victory over Minnesota, tell me which of these two is more true. The Giants are better than we thought they are were, uh, or Minnesota is just typical Minnesota. They're a fraud, and don't get too high on the Giants. Don't get too scared about this game. You know, I, I don't want to completely diminish what the Giants did, but I think the correct answer there is the Vikings ended up being frauds. And, and all year I said, well, you know, they have talent and, you know, they're winning all these games and all those things. No, all year the people were right. They were frauds. They, they had a negative point differential. You know, D Daniel Jones had a good game yesterday. He also went up against arguably the worst pass defense right. in the NFL. This weekend he's going to go up against arguably the best pass defense in the NFL. So right. while the Giants deserve credit for going into Minnesota and winning, and they are far uh, you know, ahead of schedule in their rebuild – I think what happened yesterday was there was a Vikings team that, that just blew it, and the Giants were good enough to take advantage of it. Very different uh, strategies from our defensive coordinator and the Giants' defensive coordinator for most of the, most of the season. They light yeah. it up. We don't light it up. How worried are you about our O-line picking up Wink Martindale's crazy blitz schemes <laughs> in this game? Yeah, well, their defense also gets lit up quite a bit, right, as a result of their uh, – their defensive strategy. I mean, I think, you know, we're going to talk about coaching so much and the discrepancy in talent. One of the reasons Wink Martin, Martindale does what he does is they don't have a lot of talent on that defensive side of the ball. They don't have, according to Pro Football Focus, a top 50 edge rusher. I don't think any of their edge rushers had more than five and a half sacks. So he has to blitz to create pressure. Now, how will the Eagles handle it? I think that's a very fair question. And I also think coming off of a bye, coming off of really a long time since Hurts has played a game, where they really game-planned and went all-in trying to win that game, there are some concerns. I mean, Hertz's numbers against the Blitz are better than you would think. I think he has eight touchdowns to two interceptions. He's completing over 60% of his passes. So they haven't been a train wreck by any stretch. But I do think that it's something that they've kind of struggled with a little bit throughout the year. And against the Giants, uh, it could be an issue. But, yeah, it's going to be on Sirianni, Hertz, Jason Kelsey, and those, you know, th those three mainly make sure they have a plan against the blitz. Anything new over the weekend, Elliot, as far as Jalen Hurts or, or Lane Johnson's, you know, availability or to Maddox. or Avante to, to yeah. but but really the other two to give them a full go. You know, I mean they're gonna play, but any new news? 
I can't remember the last time we talked. Um, I mean, Lane Johnson, the last time we had the ability to watch practice and to talk to the players, I came away highly encouraged from Lane. Uh, I thought he looked good in the practice reps that I saw. Um, I thought when he talked afterwards and said he was able to practice without much pain and not using any pain medication was a very good sign. So I think, you know, after a few weeks of being rightfully concerned about where, where Lane is at, I think people should feel very good about where Lane's at. And just to mention it again, this is a way better match for him than if they had, you know, Micah Parsons coming in here. They're like, there's not an edge rusher Lane mm-hmm. has to worry about. So I think Lane should feel good. And then, you know, Jalen, we'll, we'll probably find out more about him tomorrow. But, yeah, probably still a bit of a concern with his shoulder going into it. And Avance, I mean, I guess, I guess tomorrow's like what normally would be Wednesday because the game's yeah, Saturday. Yep. So is tomorrow the day we find out if Avante practices or not? Yeah, tomorrow would be the day. If Avante doesn't practice tomorrow, then he's probably not playing in right. the game. So, yeah, because of the short week or shorter week because it's on a Saturday, um, yeah, tomorrow's like their Wednesday. And Josh Sweat will be fine from what I gather. Is that accurate? Yeah, uh, I talked to him in the locker room last time we were down there. Uh, he said he's good to go, and, that, yeah, he's expected to play. Elliot Short Parks with us. So, uh, in our last game, I know we didn't throw much out there offensively. But defensively speaking, the only times that we got sacks were on the fake field goal and on a trick play where that Lawrence Cager guy got sacked. Uh, mm-hmm. What's up with that? And are, how, how worried are you heading into this game about our sack production? Um, I would say not that worried. I mean, last time they played, you know, not, not counting that game where, you know, they did not really scheme a bunch of stuff up. They sacked Daniel Jones four times in that first game. I think that's the second most mm-hmm. time he's been sacked all year in a game. So they did that's have good. some success getting him down. Now, Daniel Jones is mobile. We, we saw that yesterday against Minnesota. Uh, he definitely can get out there and, and avoid pressure. But I, I personally wouldn't put too much into that one game. The pass rush has been really consistent all year. The uh, Giants offensive line, better than it was a year ago, still not great. I think the Eagles have the advantage when it comes the defensive line versus the Giants offensive line. Elliot Short Park's with us. Elliot, I want to get an assessment of how good you think Daniel Jones is. Um, let me frame it this way. Would you be more concerned to face Daniel Jones this weekend or Dak Prescott? I don't mean the other teams. I just mean Daniel Jones yeah. or Dak. Has Daniel Jones closed the gap to the point where he's now playing better than Dak? You know, I think if you take it at uh, Daniel Jones' stock at an all-time high and Dak's at an all-time low, maybe it's close. But I think ultimately you would much rather face Daniel Jones than Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott is the better quarterback. He's played in more playoff games, albeit not a ton of success. But I don't think he would be intimidated at all by coming into Philadelphia. Who knows how Daniel Jones will react to that. So ultimately, you know, Daniel Jones, he's improved this year. He's probably made himself a lot of money. He still is not Dak Prescott to me. So I think they got the better quarterback matchup in this one. Elliot, let's take a spin around some other stuff. I got one more question about the Giants. Uh, Boston Scott. Boston yeah. Scott has had an incredible career against this team we're about to face. Is that are we making that more than what it is, or will this coaching staff actually factor his success in the way they the, the way they game plan against the Giants? I mean, I would think that they would because he's played really well uh, against them. I mean, even you know in certain situations you see against the Giants, he comes in in the red zone a little more than he does yeah, against so. a, a, other teams. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think that, that they would. I mean, you know, to go back to the first question, you know, who's gotten more out of their players? I think Sirianni's done a good job coaching up to his players' strengths. And as silly as it sounds, 
Boston Scott is way better against the Giants. So I would think that they would, you know, take that into consideration. It's incredible. He's such a giant killer. It's wild. Elliot, a spin around some of the other games. Would you make a Doug win in a playoff game? I just think it showed how much coaching really, really matters, right? I mean, you, you could argue that the Chargers have a, a better roster than the Jaguars. I don't think it's as much of a gap as maybe someone would make it out to be. But I think that they have a better roster. And I thought Doug, it was just it was phenomenal. And, you know, of course, I'm always going to tie everything back to the Eagles. Yep. It really also just hammered home that he was not the problem here. Like, did, did, was Doug unmotivated maybe by the end? Yeah, I think much like Andy Reid, it was probably better for both sides. To, to move on, and I'm happy he's landed in Jacksonville. It's a good spot for him. But ultimately, we spent so much of 2020 in the offseason of 2021, you know, debating was it Carson or is it Doug or whatever. It was obviously Carson. Yeah. And I, I think Doug doing what he's doing in Jacksonville really hammers that home. Well, you know, I agree with you on that. Elliot, what about Brock Purdy? Did you find him impressive? No, I, I didn't. I actually think the Eagles fans should feel really good about everything that happened. This weekend, I mean, they were losing to Seattle at halftime, if I'm not mistaken. As much as everyone loves to get, you know, in love with D'Amico Ryan's defense, they gave up 17 points in the first half to Keno Smith. So I thought the Niners didn't look that good. I thought Brock Purdy didn't look that good. They pulled away late in that game. I thought there were some easy throws that he missed. So if the, you know, expectation was, all right, the Niners going to look like some juggernaut, I didn't think they did. I think to, they looked to me like a good roster with an average to below average quarterback. So I think that's good news for the Eagles. All right, Elliot, final thing. Did you notice that Joe Burrow looks like he's an older version of Macaulay Calkin from Home Alone? It's like <laughs> the same face, just a little older. Did you notice that? You know, I didn't, but now that you say it, I'll probably never be able to unsee it. Check it out. Like... I'm telling you, man. Oh, you're he's... definitely right. I never thought about it until you just said it, but it's like uncanny. I think they have similar dead on. mouth. They have similar like, mouth things going on there but i will say he's way cooler you know for what it's worth i mean he's one of the coolest <laughs> quarterbacks in the league well, i don't Mac think macaulay culkin will qualify for well that. macaulay culkin became weird but my guy when he was like 12 man he was pretty cool for 12 years yeah. old he was pretty cool yeah, I don't know. I mean, I got to be honest. After hearing how hard you were flexing on Richie for all the Sesame Street you watched, I don't know if you're really qualified. Elliot, this is the part cool of the factor. phone call where I hang up on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're done. We go yeah, our separate right. ways. Elliot, we'll talk to you a bunch this week. Thanks, man. Yep, sounds good. Talk Thanks, to you. John, check it out. When you get a chance to look at Burrow, look right at his face. Yeah, and I don't it's, see it. Oh, I'm telling you. Seltzer, you, you can sense it? Oh, without a doubt. Like, totally see it. Yeah. I, I don't even need to look. I just... Absolutely. It's the same face. Yeah. It's just 10 years older. It's really bizarre. Not adult Macaulay Culkin, kid Macaulay Culkin. Let's go to Jeff in Wilmington right now. Hi, Jeff. Hey, guys. What's going on? Hi, Jeff. Shout out to James for literally pulling a guy off the street to beat you last week, oh, Joe. God. Was... Hey, Joe, you know what? I even answered more questions than you did, and I never do. Like, you beat me. I In my head, you beat me every single week. There's so... something wrong with Joe. Well, I, I will admit my confidence is low. I mean, I'm being honest. It is. You know, I got a lot on my mind, and my confidence is low. Besides the tomato can uh, comment, the other thing that made me laugh was when John said, Joe, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. That was great. He's just um, not right. Some people didn't find yeah, it as funny as you did. He, he, he's in a severe <laughs> slump right now. Yes. That's basically what it is. This is like Roy Hobbs in the middle of the movie when he's dating Memo. He, yeah. He can't, he can't oh, hit the yeah. baseball. No doubt. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty confident in the Eagles. Um, just this week, you know, I don't like to project too far ahead. But the Giants played a team that has a really – not really good defense. And they kind of just barely beat them. I'm not saying barely beat them, but you know what I mean. They didn't – you know, Minnesota's defense is just 
not that good. So I don't have any worries about our defense taking care of the Giants. Well, look, I think the Eagles' defense is going gonna, is gonna to do a good job, and I do think the Eagles will win the game. But I will tell you this, Jeff, I don't feel as confident as they did two days ago. I was very well, impressed with the way the Giants played. I, you know, I, I'm very confident that we can stop them through the air. I, I believe oh, yeah. in our cornerbacks and having CJ GJ back out there and likely in the slot. You know, we we are just a different league than the Vikings in terms of the way we can stop the pass. Saquon is really good. He looked great. And and I I do perceive that as our defense's biggest weakness, the ability to consistently stop the run. So that's probably going to be where they're focused this week. Hey, let's take that away because we know that we're, you know, we're more confident in, in the way we can stop Daniel Jones passing the football. I think we can neutralize them. I think we can make them lopsided if we end up – Jonathan Gannon is going to have to do things a little bit differently this week, though. You know, the, the stopping the run is going to be is going to have to be the priority because Saquon is that good. And part of it is Daniel Jones. I mean – Yeah, Sa- and stopping him. Yeah, Sa- sure. Saquon has an advantage that Miles Sanders has, which is that there's a threat the quarterback can run, and that, yeah. that puts – other defenders. It's part of why they yeah. are telling everyone they're going to be signing Daniel Jones for the long haul. Right? Well, they because will. He is a threat, and, and yeah. he makes that team more complete because of the way defenses have to play against them. Jeff, give me a big-time theme song. It's not big-time, but since I'm in the Milwaukee area today, I'll go with uh, Laverne and Shirley uh, <laughs> theme song. That's tremendous, man. Just tremendous. Love it. Uh, I think Daniel Jones yesterday – he made might, a lot of money. That's what he I'm getting. He was already going to make. Yeah, a lot of but money. he made he made a bigger leap yesterday than most people ever make in sports in one game. He could get 175 million dollars. Good. And last year, I thought he was a bum. I'll take it. Man. I didn't think he I'm was happy a bum, with it. Man. Commit to Daniel Jones. Make him your future. I'm think of what that. he's done against us, like as a rusher in the past. And now that he's got a good offensive coordinator, yeah. a good head coach that knows how to bring him along, you know, he's coming along with the understanding what he's looking at stuff. And we've we've been told that he is incredibly smart. You know, so he's applying himself and he can sort of, he can, you know, internalize the how you read a defense out. You know, he's he's got a lot to work with. Yeah. No, he, he, I appreciate that. Uh, and you know, he's he's not as good as the guy we've got. No, he's not. They're going to try to do the same stuff with them, and he's sort of like the poor man's version. But that still makes them yeah. scary to a lot of defenses. How do you think a guy like Lawrence Taylor feels that Daniel Jones is probably about to make, I mean, probably easy, 150 Could get as high as $200 million. And LT's LT, and I'm trying to quickly look up how much money LT made. It's just amazing the jump, John, the economics of sports. I mean, it's I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, so did you get a number I, on I can't. LT? James, see if you can come up with a number. I don't know why I can't find it. I'm just looking for career earnings as as a giant. It, it's just uh, <laughs> Daniel Jones is about to make close to More 200 More in one million. season, and he made yeah. his whole career? Yeah, exactly. I mean, probably thereabout. He's probably about to make about the same amount in one year as LT made in a whole career. We'll, we'll try to come up with that number. <laughs> a guy like LT, that's got to disgust him. All right, let's go to Kirk right now. Kirk, you're on WIP. All right. Now, I know a lot of people have been looking up uh, a lot of these songs because that's what I did. But uh, <laughs> I got one for you. Okay. All righty. If you have a problem, if 
because no one else can help. And if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A team. <laughs> That's great, nice. man. That's great. Yeah. Well, well nice played. Work. Nice job, Kirk. All right. Don't worry about the Eagles. The first half might be a little bit uh, close, but the second half, look out. We're going to blow the doors off. Can they sign B.A. Baracus for special teams? He's going to be the linebacker. Oh, man. He'd be a dominant special teams player, man. Darn right. Mr. T running down there, busting off the wedge, even yeah, though there is no right. wedge anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good stuff, Kirk. Appreciate the phone call. Let's talk to uh, – let's go to Tony right now. What's up, Tony? Hey, how you guys doing? Great, Tony. Um, I have to say you guys are the best. Uh, I'm really going to miss you. You're going to force me to get up early now. And, uh, <laughs> we'll and drag you along, you. Tony. Thank you. Uh, I'll be there. Hey, look, I, I, I'll be honest. I, I'm a little scary. Uh, I've been following football forever. I'm 77 years old. Um, they just scare me. It's hard to beat a team three times in a row. Well, so first of all, I think that phrase is probably uh, inaccurate. So did you guys see the stat about the Eagles? This is the no. first time in their history the Eagles will even have a chance to beat a team three times in a season. They've never been in this situation. Fascinating. So, so just to be clear, Tony, what, what we really need to come up with the number of is when a team has beaten a team twice in the regular season, um, what percentage of time does that team win the third time? Because everyone says it's hard to win. But the thing about beating a team three times in a row in the same year, you don't get the chance often. So from that standpoint, yeah, it is hard. But the question is, what percentage of time does the team that's won twice win the third game? I don't know that answer, but I'm sure we'll hear it this week, and I look forward to hearing it. Because okay. what you said, Tony, is probably inaccurate. The Eagles have a better chance to beat the Giants than the Giants have of beating the Eagles. I think a lot of the times when it's it, when it becomes hard for a team to win that third time against a divisional opponent, those teams are closer. Like, it, it, but in comparison, like their rosters well, are closer. Like fundamentally, their roster they're both, they're both, is so yeah. much better than theirs is. We are so much better a, a football team than this Giants team. It's it's unusual that there's this big a discrepancy. I I agree. What's the difference? Can you guys just answer me. What's the difference between uh, a Pro Bowl and, and make it all pro? Sure. Pro Bowl is multiple players at the same position that make an NFC or AFC team. I think it might be as many as 53 or 45 players, something like that, 46. All pro is the best at your position, um, first team, and then second team, meaning they take two wide receivers, first team, or maybe they even take three because they took the fullback out. Basically, first team is if you get to line up 11 guys on offense and 11 guys on defense, that is first team. And then you have a second team. By the way, I'm getting really tired of people referring to the Eagles having, what's the number, um, six all pros? Mm Mm-hmm. Guys, we got to differentiate between first and second. All pro should only be first team. And then you say the other guys made the second team all pro. You can't say they had six guys all pro because all pro only should mean first team. Really should. Well, it's kind of like the first, the top two. I know, but I feel like people are lumping them together. I, it's, it's James Bradbury making the second team all pro is not the same thing as being an all pro. It's second team all pro. I just get frustrated when it's not specified. Tony, give me a great answer here, man, a theme song. Staying alive from Saturday Night Fever. You got it, man. All right, Tony. Now, James, what's your ruling on that? Is that just a song and a movie or a theme? I think that's just a song and a movie, but I, I could be wrong. I tend to agree with you on that. 
Uh, James, what info do you got in there? All right, so since the AFL-NFL merger in 1970, there have been 23 occasions where a team has had a chance to go for the third win. Okay. Uh, in those 23 times, this the team that is going for the third win is 14-9. and nine. So, uh, you know, winning record in terms of completing the, the three-game sweep. From 1994 to 2021, the numbers are even better. It's happened 15 times, and the team going for the, the three-game three sweep uh, has won 10 out of 15 times. So okay. a 667 winning percentage. So it is not that hard to beat the team. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing we would need. Let, let's say we take the 14-9 and nine record in the 23 games. Here's what we would need to then know to sort of assess it. I'll call it mathematically. What is the percentage of time that the home team – let me back up. Chances are the home team in a playoff game is the team that's won twice in the regular season against the other team. It's hard to imagine the other team gets okay, home field. Okay, so I have the, that number. So, yeah, what I'm looking for, James, is what percentage of time in the playoffs does the home team win? Uh, so, in, in this specific scenario yeah. where they've won twice and going to the third one, it looks like the home team is 12-5 and five in that situation. Yeah, okay, good deal. Now my point is 12-5 and five is – and then over all the games played in the playoffs since 1970, what percentage of times does the home team win? My, you see what I'm trying to do yeah, here? there's a lot of different factors. Yeah, I, I, I just think when people say it's hard to beat a team three times in a row in the same season, like, how do you, like, I just don't think it's accurate. That's all I'm saying. I don't think it's accurate. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, 215. My guess is it's probably on point with similar percentages when you're the home team. If I had a guess. We'll find out all this details and move through the week. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, 215-592-9494. We'll continue to react to yesterday, Saturday. We'll continue to preview this upcoming weekend, Eagles and Giants on 94 WIP. Hey, let me tell you about PI Dental Center. They are awesome at PI Dental Center with decades of experience in complex dental treatment. I've been a patient at PI Dental for over 20 years. My mom there for over 30 years. Dr. Glenn Wolfinger and Dr. Robert Slough are awesome at what they do. Awesome. Board-certified prosthodontists. They specialize in the restoration and replacement of teeth. If you have an issue with your teeth, how you feel you look, how you bite, how you bite, how you chew food, whatever it might be, right? Maybe self-esteem issues, get yourself to PI Dental. They can help you. I guarantee you they can help you. Originators of the teeth in a day, a revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth on the same day as the implants are placed for dramatic transformations in one day. Visit PIDentalCenter.com. That's PIDentalCenter.com to request a complimentary new patient evaluation.